Welcome to the Classic Holdup Podcast, where we analyze media from the past. Each episode features a different host that brings a fresh take on a film, TV show, video game, or music album of their choice. What can we discover? Do old favorites have a shelf life? Will the classics hold up? everyone welcome to the classic holdup my name is anna kolb and i'm going to be your host for this episode i'm super excited to be here today hope that you're having a wonderful day um, just a little about me before we get into it i'm a fifth year at michigan state university studying applied engineering sciences i have supply chain management and technical sales concentrations so maybe not your typical podcast host but that's the awesome thing about podcasting anyone can do it and I think it's a blast, so I'm excited. I chose one of my favorite pieces of media from 1995. It is a coming-of-age teen romantic comedy. One of the takeaway kind of quotes from it is, Ew, as if. Um, So if that didn't give it away and you're not familiar, uh, the movie that I'm going to be talking about today is Clueless. So we're going to see if it holds up. I think a lot of people are really familiar with this movie. I definitely watch it a lot from time to time, and it just kind of is a feel good one. But if you're not, I'm kind of going to go over what the movie's about, the main plot, and just bring you up to speed before we kind of get into if it holds up. So... The movie stars Alicia Silverstone as Cher Horowitz. She's the main character, um, and she is a young, beautiful, rich, kind of ditzy um, teenage girl living in Beverly Hills. Uh, She lives with her father named Mel, and he is a litigator, and then her mom died when when she was really young um, under a liposuction surgery. So very Beverly Hills and on brand. But, you know, she's in high school just kind of figuring herself out. And um, a few other of the main characters include Stacey Dash as her best friend, Dion. And then Brittany Murphy plays Ty. And Paul Rudd is her stepbrother, well, her ex-stepbrother, Josh. Cher kind of gets a bad grade in one of her high school classes. And from there, she kind of decides to put some more good into the universe. And she sets up two of her teachers, Mr. Hall and Miss Geist. Um, And then that's kind of when she discovers she likes doing good deeds for others as she sees her two teachers fall in love. From here, Cher is kind of set to do some good deeds. Uh, She gets with her good friend, Dion, and they target Ty Frazier, who is the new girl in town, as someone that they can bring under their wing and give a makeover. So Ty is really not your typical Beverly Hills flirtatious, stylish girl, and they kind of turn her into that um, just because they think that's going to enhance her life. Along with the makeover, Ty is looking more stylish. She's kind of talking the talk. Sharon Dion think it's time to kind of set her up with a guy in their high school. So they see Elton as the ideal match for her. Um, and they go to a few high school parties and try to, you know, set them up in a way. But Cher shortly discovers that Elton's really only interested in her. And when they're driving home from a party one night, Elton kind of throws himself at Cher. And she's really not interested. She's like, get off of me as if, ew. Like, she keeps bringing up Ty, trying to get him to go with her. But um, she kind of realizes how how icky boys can be at times. Um, 
Another character in the movie is Christian. He's the new guy in school, and Cher kind of thinks that he could be the ideal match for her. Something else about Cher is that she's a little bit insecure about being a virgin. Um, Dion and Ty kind of give her a hard time about that. And, you know, she's just like, I'm picky about what shoes I put on my feet. So it's going to take me a time to find the guy that I want to do that with. So she sees Christian as a good match for her. Um, but soon enough, after they go on a few dates, we figure out that Christian is indeed gay. So Christian and Cher are still good friends and, you know, go shopping and hang out. But it's never going to be something romantic. The turning point in the movie is Ty becomes really popular and kind of walks the walk almost takes over like Sharon Dion's place in school and is like the new popular girl who everyone's like oh wow um so this kind of naturally creates some distance between Ty and Cher um kind of the downfall you know Cher's kind of feeling a little weird she's trying to get her license and she fails her driving test so she's feeling a little lost especially with the boy thing too on top of it so we then discover that Ty has a crush on Cher's ex-stepbrother, Josh. And, you know, she sits Cher down and is like, hey, like, I think we both like each other. Can you help me, um, you know, try to go on a date with him and get to know him more? And Cher is definitely, you know, she has all these things coming her way and she's just kind of struggling. And uh, when she hears this news from Ty, she's like, I don't want that to happen. So... Then she realizes that she herself has feelings for her own ex-stepbrother, Josh. And out that Josh also likes Cher. Um, we've kind of seen it throughout the movie. When she was going to a few parties, he was, you know, extra conscious that she would make it back okay and wanted to be looking out for her. There's a few scenes where, you know, he just looks at her all googly-eyed and they playfully tease each other because they're so different. But it turns out that they both have mutual feelings for each other and they end up being the ideal match for each other in the movie. Um, Ty ends up dating, not Elton, but a guy who she originally kind of liked, but wasn't, you know, quote unquote popular or cool. But they end up dating. Dion has a long-term boyfriend throughout, you know, their salad at the end. And then at the end of the movie, Mr. Hall and Miss Geist, who Cher originally set up on a date, get married. So everyone's at the wedding and it's this happy ending. And that is a little bit about Clueless. Introducing my guest for today, my good friend, Nikki Richards. Woo, woo. Okay, hi, Nikki. Hi. Are you excited to be here today? I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so honored. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy that you wanted to do this with me. It's quite fun. Mm -hmm. So if you could just give us like a quick introduction of you know who you are for those listening. Yeah, so I'm an MSU student, uh, fifth year civil engineering. Um, what else do you need to know? Um, I mean, that's good. That's kind of what I went over. Yes, we're both engineering majors, and somehow we found ourselves in the studio today. Yeah. Here we are. Um, all right. So I kind of talked about it earlier a bit, but my media that I'm going to be discussing today is the movie Clueless from 1995, not 1955. So 
I'm just a little bit curious about your own personal experience with the content, maybe when you first saw it, mm-hmm. if there's anything significant about it to you personally. I mean, it's just such a classic, isn't it? It, it I is. I mean, I just remember watching it in like middle school and thinking she was like the coolest girl ever. Mm-hmm. I just watched it again recently, obviously for this. I yes. feel like my opinions have changed a little bit. She's uh, a little high strung for me. <laughs> <laughs> she She is a little bit. I mean, like... It's something that I remember is just like when guys come at her and she just like really just chucks them oh, off. Yeah, like literally hits them. <laughs> literally hits them. And I'm like, I don't know if they'd get away like all right today. No. But her fashion sense, it's cute. It's I iconic. Mean, I mean, the yellow. The yellow. Suit. Yeah. Yep. Like what everyone's in People are her for Halloween. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, now we're going to talk about how Clueless was viewed when it was released in 1995 and kind of those first few years of it being out in the public so when it was first released it did really well it grossed 56.1 million in the united states and it was the 32nd highest grossing film of 1995 um and it was kind of like an unexpected blockbuster they didn't really expect it to do as well as it did and i think i think it's obviously iconic and just at the time like the fashion and kind of the slang and everything they really did a good job with it 